See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, you can currently watch Elf on Max and Hulu. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to See It or Screw It. My name's TJ Davis. See him pronouns alongside... I am Emily Schick, and my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy, he, him. Hi, I'm Porik, he, him. And on this episode, we are doing yet another holiday or holiday, December 1st, coming at ya. Um, I mean, we're not recording on the 1st. That'd be wild to, like, record in the afternoon and release that same day. That would suck for me. Yeah. But on this episode... More. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, on this episode, we're doing the... Uh, Fucking, uh, why am I blanking on his name? John Favreau directed, Will Ferrell starring, 2003 holiday classic, Elf. And yes, I would say classic because this is a perennial. Yeah, like an I mean, annual, I, an annual movie that people actively watch. I feel like I've watched it every year for at least the last 10 years. So, you know. Wow, that's a lot. Wow, I think, I think this one I, I have seen it a few times. I say this is probably like my fourth. This is yeah, my second. I feel like this is like my third or fourth. Yeah, I've, I've had a, like a, a lot of people in my family. <laughs> uh, I already know what his outcome is going to be. He's going to hate it because he's seen it too many times. <laughs> it's interesting to try to look at this critically, but yeah, uh, I mean, there are there are problems with it, but like overall, I. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna jump to the, jump to the end, but I there's a reason why I keep watching it every year. So yeah, I, I figured, man, I'm I'm just um, I'm, Dan hates everything, yeah, even the things he your loves. Leg nudging your elbow, I don't know something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a classic in a lot of households. Like I know my aunt Holly fucking loves the hell out of this movie and watches it like every year. And I don't know. He's I now mean, twenty years old. So cool. Is there Makes a old. generational cutoff there somewhere? I mean, my parents don't really like. I don't really acknowledge it or know it. I don't think you know. Maybe they're a bit older. I mean, I, pretty sure it's aunt, not a boomer thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I don't know how well aware of this film I would be if it wasn't for having younger siblings. So I'll say yeah. that. Oh, well, I mean, my Aunt Holly is, I can't remember, I think she she must be, like, an elder exer. Um, but, like, she was always sort of cool, you know? Watched, like, SNL and the Wayne's World movies and all that jazz. Would watch, like, uh, Happy Gilmore oh, Bob and Billy Madison. All that jazz. Yeah. Sometimes in the musicals, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the first time I saw fucking Rocky Horror was because of her. Uh, nice. You know. So, she was definitely, like, the cool aunt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have one of those. No disrespect to my aunts. I mean, they're cool, as in they're cool people, but not that kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. They're cool in their own way. In the lame way. <laughs> in the kind of lame way. <laughs> well, you know, people get old. I'm sure they were all like, well, not all of them, but some of them are pretty 
Pretty wild. Pretty wild. I don't know. It gets harder and harder to be cool when your body continuously breaks down. Mm. Oh, I wish that I could remember what uh, Grandpa Simpson says to Homer about like still being cool and with it. Oh yeah. Like so, someday uh, you'll get old too. Hey there, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah. Classic Buscemi. <laughs> I guess he was considered for Santa in this, which is just bizarre to me. Yeah. Wow. No, some of the considerations were pretty bizarre. <laughs> I mean, I guess the original script for this movie was a lot edgier. Like, oh, yeah. Was, no, it, yeah. like a uh, dark PG 13. Yeah. Like a whole uh, police and helicopter thing at the end that was apparently very Blues Brothers. Honestly, I like the uh, Central Park Rangers that are essentially like ring wraiths. It's it's such a weird call that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, ultimately, I think that that's one of the things that at why a sequel to this doesn't exist because I think that Will Ferrell signed on to that darker script, whereas John Favreau was very like adamant, like this should be a PG movie, and I think he was right. But oh, I I definitely think that he was right. I don't think that this would have had the lasting power that it is that it has had if it was uh, heavier. Yeah, yeah, like a hard PG-13, yeah. which I'm guessing is what they wanted to go for. I mean, it also, wasn't 2003 the same year that Bad Santa came out, too? Yep, and it was. And this one's gotten buried by Bad Santa, um, I think. So, yeah. Um, like I don't it think it would have to... gotten buried. Like it this... just needed, it, like it needed to be a different tone than like I, I just oh, feel like well, if yeah, this was PG thirteen like darker... compared to like Bad Santa's R, like Bad Santa would have been the one that everyone was talking about. No one would give given a fuck about this movie. So yeah. mm-hmm. like this helps itself by being very reminiscent of like I mean not necessarily the ones that were new when we were kids but like you know yeah. those uh, Christmas classics that we all watched when we were kids Yeah like no Rudolph I love the, the Yeah Reindeer. I love the the homages to like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that exists Oh yeah in this. Um, Oh and like all the like stop motion creatures are great I was going to say like the people the it's brothers who did the stop motion work for it uh, yeah. Like the Chuito brothers who have done like a bunch of other stuff, but I can't think of any of it off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I'm fairly certain that they've done like some stop. They did like stop motion stuff for, um, for fucking tool back in the day. Yeah, no, I think they've done stuff like that, but you know, I mean, obviously, oh, like, didn't a lot they also of the design do, elements uh, are based on Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Uh, didn't they also, sorry, now I've got to like look it up. Uh, da, da, da. but yeah, this, no, you, this movie. no, you don't. Right, edit point. <laughs> or you can just dance. Nah, leave it in. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So I was right. They they've done so they did like the claymation, the large march stuff, and um. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, they did Great effect. Team America, World Police. Uh, they did all the stop motion stuff for Killer Clowns. So Killer Clowns is mostly most of where I know them from, or at least know them. A lot of from. fine work on their resume. Well, and at least fun work. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, should I should I just get into the Oh, plot synopsis. Yeah, I think so. All right. 
On Christmas Eve, a baby living in an orphanage crawls into Santa's sack and is unwittingly taken back to the North Pole. When the infant is discovered at the workshop, the elves name him Buddy after his diapers brand label. Buddy is accepted by the elf community and grows up believing he is an elf. Uh, yeah, they, they originally thought of, like, making the elves assholes towards him, like, constantly. And it's like, well, why would he have that childlike wonder still inside of him if he was just bullied his entire life? And yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, that, he, that's a good fucking wouldn't. point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but learns that he is a human upon reaching adulthood. Also, I love that Peter Billingsley is, uh, like, Ming-Ming. Um. <laughs> You might know him as Ralphie from A Christmas Story. You might know him as the random scientist in Iron Man who returns in Far From Home. The the bald scientist. (laughs) Yeah, kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, This movie is loaded with a lot of people. I mean, the casting on this is insane. Um, And yeah, I mean, I was reading that, like, I guess... Jovi's character didn't like have a huge singing part and then they wrote it in when they cast Zoe Deschanel which like it seems like such a key component of the character that's just weird to not have that initially right? yeah, that's a weird I, I feel like it would have been a worse movie without like the little bit of not it's not even really musical but like musical numbers yeah 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 I, you know they, they add to the movie for sure like, but yeah, the cast in this is insane. Um, like get get James Conn to do this and, and Bob Newhart. It's just weird. Bob New, I can't picture Ed anyone Asner. else in Bob Newhart's role. Oh yeah, well that's because uh, yeah, every like further adaptation has just merged his role with Santa's um, since, which is interesting because Bob Newhart is fucking great in this. And it's just like, it's so mm-hmm. funny that it's like, I guess he was like one of the people who believed in this movie the most was like wanted, was like so gung-ho and his character is just so uh, beaten down the entire time. <laughs> but that's that's like his whole thing. Yeah. Like that that It's like, I really, I, I wonder if Bob Newhart was really like that in real life. Just like kind of that, you know, hilariously beaten down kind of thing. I, I, I really wonder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's always weird to kind of think of people's <laughs> like persona, like, you know, persona on, you know, like, like obviously like Will Ferrell is like known as a comedian, but like he has, uh, he, he definitely has like business savvy and like can do things seriously, but you know, most of the time he's so goofy. So it's just like what, you know, to think of them in different situations. But, you know, I mean, that also just bringing it because I guess bringing what they do to their performance, because I guess one of the things that they did was as they let Will Ferrell improv and do multiple takes a lot of the time because it really annoyed James Caan, which then he could bring that annoyance <laughs> to his performance. Nice. <laughs> uh, this is maybe like one of my favorite Ferrell performances. I, I just think he's like so locked into this and it's something that he's like good at anyway. Uh the, the kind of childish thing and you know I, I i wouldn't say every time he plays like a dick it, it it's bad but i i definitely like think he's really well suited to this style of just like uh i mean i i would say of this kind of movie it's more successful than big as well at, at like um kind of an adult playing uh, a kid you know yeah uh 
and as well i guess it's a bit confusing he's not really he's not a kid at all you know it's just like he's just he's so just, he's so innocent. he just has no understanding i mean, no understanding of our world and only this like haven of uh the north pole well he's yeah. a, he's an adult who's childish but still has the whimsy of childhood where whereas like there's a bunch of adults in this who are incredibly childish <laughs> but they're all fucking right. assholes about it yeah 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 yeah, no, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I think this like generally stands love, out as Jimmy one of Khan. my, yeah, this generally stands out as one of my favorite at uh, Will Ferrell performances as well, largely because I feel like in other performances, he gets kind of grading at a certain point. Yes. Um, and like, a lot of the time, that's kind of the point with this, whereas in other ones, it's just like, he's grading, but you're supposed to still go with it. And it's just like, but I don't want to, like old school, I found awful um whereas like this kind of worked for me significantly better i say so. i mean i'm still kind of exhausted for just the last 15 minutes or so where i'm kind of like you know but that i can also just understand that that's like mostly for the kids in the audience and that's okay you know like does not every part of the movie has to like yeah i mean we'll we'll get to that bit as we work read perfectly. through the summary because yeah i do think that there's there are interesting ways to try to keep the audience engaged late in the film that I think are a little forced. Um, whereas the rest of the movie, I think, is a lot more fun. But, like, we'll get to there. I mean, one of the reasons why I put off watching this movie for so many years was because I found Will Ferrell so fucking grating on SNL that also it just same. made me not want to fucking watch any of his movies for a long time. Also, same. Like, we wouldn't have any SNL back then. So, like, the first time I ever even saw him was Anchorman, you know, which okay. I saw, saw in the cinema at the time. Like, literally, never even had any idea who he was. Yeah, yeah. No, the SNL stuff, it was like, I liked his Bush, I liked his Alex Trebek. Pretty much all of his other regular characters annoyed the fuck out of me. So, yes. He got like, to a certain point where he was doing the same thing that, like, fucking, um, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Fallon does. Yeah. Like, like, not as much of the mugging, but like, I'm so funny. Look at me, I'm so funny. Yeah, right. and <clears throat> I, right. I like, I don't, you know, Will Ferrell is like hit or miss for me still, but like, I, you know, it, like at least I, I found things that I performances that I like, mm -hmm. whereas like, I fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. So oh like, yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I like, fucking hate like, Jimmy Fallon. One of, like, one there's of the nothing Fallon, redeemable right. about him. I like Fallon. Fallon. Cinema, <laughs> cinema audiences made the right decision and got him out of movies. Like everything, no one yes. wanted to see him in fucking anything. I don't know. Like, okay, he can fall he's back. Not the worst part late of Fever night Pitch. show. No, he's like, not well, the worst part of Fever Pitch. But still, in, like James Corden's off the air, so Jimmy, so he's yeah, he's, he's now, next in line yeah, for the worst for the worst late night post. I don't know. I'd rather watch Fallon than Kimmel. Kimmel's just mean spirited. Yeah. Is he You're not right? Yeah, I don't like I don't like him really, but uh, I mean, I don't, I, don't... I, I, I hate all of them except for Seth Myers is kind of bearable, yeah. Seth Myers, I mean, Colbert, Colbert, has... Colbert was Bruce. good when he was doing he the Colbert report, yeah. he doesn't really care, he's just phoning uh, in on the he call. Was... Uh, I miss, I miss Craig Ferguson, yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, RIP Jeff the horse or Jeff the no, Jeff the robot, the horse was secretariat, yes. Although, even if he was still in the air, he wouldn't have anybody to take care of the robot because Grant Imahara's dead. 
Yeah, I know. Ugh. That's why I said R.I.P. Jeff the Robot. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to have a Christmas episode, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to. That's it. Yeah. Next year, if, if, if you keep this up, Emily, next year we're going to do nothing but a but um, Scrooge movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Christmas Carol's my jam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love most of the Christmas Carol versions I see. It's a great story. Yeah. Oh, it is. But it just feels intense to do all four, yeah. uh, do four of them in a month. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy Elf tells, or Papa Elf tells Buddy that he was born to Walter Hobbs and Susan Wells, and that Susan put him up for adoption prior to her death. Walter now works for a book publisher at the Empire State Building in New York City, unaware of Buddy's existence. I mean, it should say specifically a children's book publisher, because it seems like that's that's all that they publish. Or at least that's what his job is. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like he's the head of their children's division. Is yeah, kind that's of... kind of the way I feel okay. about it. Yeah, it, does, that makes it sounds sense. like it's a big ass company. Yeah, yeah. it makes it more sense. It seems like it's a big way. ass company, and it seems like he has as like a leadership role, but like he's obviously not the head of the company. So, oh yeah, he's like a VP, but like yeah. VP doesn't really mean. <laughs> it's all a, that it's much a fancy anymore title it yeah. is i mean it does usually mean does it come with a like pay a, increase no you're, it often means you're like a department head or something as long as you're at like a, a big company but like you know for instance our office manager's title is technically vice president of something and it's like <clears throat> vice president <laughs> of what exactly i like those companies that like basically everyone is a vice president of something because i remember those existing of like oh yeah like, yeah we have 12 employees we have the head of the company and then we have 11 VP. the vice president of yeah. marketing the vice president of sales the vice president of technology the vice president of operations the vice yeah. president of reception the vice president of <laughs> historical yeah. services yeah exactly <laughs> like that's yeah yep uh, mm, uh small companies do be like that <laughs> I mean, vice president janitorial services, though that that's that's kind of great. <laughs> I want it. I want to do it. <laughs> Give me the title. Um, Santa reveals that Walter Walter is on the naughty list due to his selfishness, but suggests Buddy could help redeem him with some Christmas spirit. Oh, also, fucking um, I can't remember the name of Greenlee. Or Greenway, whatever the 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 we'll meet on the twenty fourth of December guy is, but like, didn't he play? Uh, I feel like he played like Gene Siskel in something, or not? Or Roger Ebert in? Like, oh, that Ebert guy's in a analog. bunch of stuff. He's yeah. in all. He's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. Um, yeah, Michael Lerner. Michael Lerner. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him. A, seen him a bunch of times. Yeah, he passed away earlier this year. Oh, oh dang. Uh, Clueless. I, oh no, TV Clueless. What do I see? Oh, he's in X Men. Fink. Barton Fink, great movie. That's what I remember him from. Oh, yeah, I guess he was nominated for a few things. Lies. Mm, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> More pretentious Coen Brothers bullshit. Oh yeah. I don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Oh, I, I, I was thinking of him in uh, Roland Emmerich's Godzilla. That's what I was thinking of him in. <laughs> and I'm sure he was very shouty. And, uh, and indeed, his character's name in Godzilla was Ebert. So, <laughs> uh, okay, Mayor Ebert. Yes, they were. Act- he was actively taking the piss out of them. Uh, oh yeah, for getting a for getting a bad review for everything he had done up to that point. Like <laughs> Independent, Independence Day, especially. I, believe, I think yeah, it was mostly Independence two, Day. Two thumbs but... down. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that movie's kind of fun. Siskel and Ebert, they were a little bit too. I, 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 I'm a huge fan. I still like watch some of their old stuff on YouTube, but I disagree with them like seventy percent of the time. Like, more often than not, I disagree with them. But I like, mean, they still make in- interesting points. It's like, yeah. no, no. I mean, that's the thing is they have a consistent opinion. I don't necessarily agree with that opinion, but their opinion is more or less consistent. So you can kind of get a sense of, right. of oh, like, like you know. Oh, they hate fun. So, oh, but they keep on <laughs> saying this movie's fun. So maybe I b- might like it. So <laughs> they're like me in that way because I hate fun. So. <laughs> yes, Dan, we all know you hate fun. Anything that's like fun and enjoyable, you just got to turn off your brain. Well, no, I don't want to turn off my brain. Fuck that. It's <laughs> terrible. Fuck this. Why am I watching this? Oh, because well, TJ no one should ever to. be turning off their brain and it's very dangerous don't do it just keep your brain on if it need to activate it you could turn it to a lower level but just don't turn <laughs> it off entirely it's a big mistake we're gonna turn it off entirely <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna pull a flatliners here not not flatliners the remake <laughs> but original flatliners Kiefer. Uh, which that has an amazing there's an amazing reference to that movie in Hot Rod, uh, one of my favorite comedies. That's something. Oh no, sorry, it's in Popstar, the other Lonely Island movie. Bill Hader is like a roadie just for a few minutes, and he's like, "Oh, I've been. What do you do in your spare time?" He's like, "Oh, when I'm not on tour, I, I uh, do flatlining. You know, like in the movie from the '80s. <laughs> they uh, bring. I've I've seen past the other side many times, but I always shit myself." <laughs> give spoilers that might be our next it's gonna be may <laughs> well yeah using that yeah um, oh yeah let's definitely do that well if, if it's on anything for that time of year damn well better buddy travels to new york actually i'm really hoping that southland tales is on something no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude that movie's so shitty i'm ready for southland oh tales. man i, I remember just want to thinking... talk about it but yeah i already know what everyone's verdict on it's gonna be and like it's all awful. of us are right but it's a <laughs> maybe movie i'll have worth a... talking about it's I gonna be another com... i was gonna say it's gonna be another deep blue sea where i'm just yelling at you for making me watch it <laughs> it's like three angry. hours long right two and a half yeah i think it's two and a half it's 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 a disaster it's everyone is so horribly miscast and the story doesn't make any sense um i remember thinking it's one i like 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 john lovitz is trying to do something so hard and he's just so miscast in the role lovitz's big swing The Rock. I found everybody was cat. It was like specifically miscast, though. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're not talking about that movie. We we've talked about that movie on this show a little bit before, but we're not talking about that movie. Buddy travels to New York City and finds Walter at work. 
but Walter mistakes him as a Christmas Graham messenger. Um, his reception is played by Amy Sedaris. Uh, you might know her from Strangers with Candy, and her brother is David Sedaris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy Sedaris, very funny. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, still, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, still working a lot. Hearing a lot of guest stuff, and she's always good. I just always remember Back to Strangers with Candy, though. It's she was in Kimmy weird. Schmidt a lot, but, but it wasn't a particularly great character for her. But like, yeah. She she is solid. No, I mean this isn't a particularly great character for her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like it's crazy. Some of the character, some of the actors that appear in this in like roles that are nothing, really yeah. quite small. Yeah, like I-, I love seeing Andy Richter and Kyle Gass, but why are they Andy Richter and Kyle Gass? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good question. That's for that is just failure. Why not? Like they're not like that expensive. They're, no, they're not. It's they're just both like, funny. Yeah. They're both funny dudes in a comedy. Like, yeah, why not? Why not fill every line with someone like funny? I just like they, how like they're both they add a lot. sidekicks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sidekicks to each other. <laughs> They add a lot, like I like just like I think Faison Love adds a lot, and like oh yeah, a lot, a lot of these side characters are like they're just really funny little bits, you know. I love the idea yeah. of them like pitching terrible <laughs> ideas about vegetables. <laughs> like, we zero in on a tomato. <laughs> like oh, yeah. it's a family of asparagus who are shaped about their peas. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great great stuff like the also, movie has a lot of that in the first hour it's it's this is a very yeah. strong comedy like you know it's like got a lot of jokes that work for me even now after seeing it a bunch of times it still makes me laugh a lot yeah i mean i bet a lot of the people that are like just random small parts in this are like people that you know are friends with either favreau Farrell, or both yeah well and I mean, like that's, the, yeah. It, that's that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, it kind of oh, yeah. sucks that Farrell and Favreau don't really get to see eye to eye on things after this movie. Because, like, a sequel probably should have happened, but not so much. So, so. Uh, yeah. fucking, it cost $30 million and made, what, two twenty five. dollars Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just gonna, and they'll be, like, making money off it forever. <laughs> and James Caan was excited of, like, yeah, I'll finally be in a series. And keep yeah. on going with it, because yes, he was Sony Corleone, but you know, hey, he's in the Godfather Part Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> he'd like the one flashback scene, but he's in right. it. <laughs> I uh, mean, James Con rules. He also just passed away recently, but yeah. uh, had a great Twitter. Used to enjoy reading that, but um, yeah, Thief is a great movie of his. Like you know. He's someone who just never like a lot of his stuff hasn't been like remembered as well, but is totally worth like he made a lot of really good choices in his career, like on the quality of movies, not necessarily them being massive hits, you know. Um, so like, yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, he wasn't. Really he agree. wasn't as like, and he's great in most of the stuff he's in too. So yeah, but even I don't in think he's like three. He was ready to sell out, just like all right. Let me yeah. let me just keep giving me money. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not doing this movie if you're not gonna sell out. But at the same time, I just he brings such a weight to this role that like I feel like if they had gone with kind of a more conventional choice, like it, I don't think this would have hit as hard. So. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they didn't yeah. go with a comedian. 
Yeah, it's like yeah. I kept on yeah. reading that Gary Shandling was their oh, their Shandling like, first one terrible they wanted. Yeah. yeah, and it's like wrong. Oh, just wrong. Would have been bad. You don't yeah. want a comedian for this role. You, yeah. you want, want someone like genuinely like scary straight man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing about kids' movies is it's like, yeah, you don't have, you can't curse, you can't, you know, do all this stuff. So it's like, you need someone who just oozes scariness, you yeah. know, yeah. like just yeah, <laughs> someone genuinely menacing. And like, this guy is very fucking menacing, even in old age, you know, like, oh, he's, yeah. He's, but yeah. Uh, not that older but he, you know he's yeah. still well i mean because you get the contrast by having that which is awesome so yeah exactly and, yeah. and you but you also want the turn to be believable which is why you know you yeah. don't pick somebody who's like i don't know quite as overtly villainous as um oh god i don't know throw a name out there somebody mm. anyone i'm sorry um the the villainess in Good Burger Two, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You're very <laughs> over the top. Just very very overt. <laughs> is the is the re- only reason that that movie exists is because it's the only movie Kel will do because it's not like offensive to his Christian ideology. I mean, oh, I, like, I don't I'm know. Like, I, I I feel like I, at a certain point, Keenan Thompson has taken pity on the fact that Kel Mitchell's career has kind of flatlined but a lot of that is due to kill mitchell's poor decisions so yeah. um, i'm also guessing that this is partially being used as a backdoor pilot for a good burger redux tv show a la yeah. like iCarly. yeah that would make sense i mean you know the fact of the matter is like what what's going good on with burger, kill because i know generation. i know i know that like like oh man i loved uh dance 360 that show was a fucking train wreck uh and and like that was very much like kill mitchell's baby that like or more accurately i think it was his wife's baby um and like that that show was awful uh and he kind of disappeared after that show like got canceled um but that was a weird weird show (laughs) bunch of people doing dance-offs get xbox 360 it's fucking terrible <laughs> oh that's hilarious yep, yep wow yep yep it's it was it was a pretty awesome show because no one could dance and the prize was insultingly pathetic <laughs> so. excellent oh, great <laughs> uh sorry oh. i gotta move on from that Walter uh, security real, guard, huh? Uh, real quick, I thought of somebody who's who's too overtly villainous. I think uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman wouldn't wouldn't have worked that well. I don't think because I mean, like, it's oh, not the know. right kind of menacing. I don't. Yeah, think. it's not the right kind. Yeah, or like the or like that sudden turn wouldn't feel as. Genuine. Well, you need to, you need to. Well, I I feel like Rickman could have pulled this off. But, I think I he mean... could have. I don't think it it like I I think that Khan does a hasn't yeah i I, oh i like con a lot in this role i think he's great so oh sorry tj like a specific actor that's overtly villainous i mean gary oldman i don't think could have pulled that turn right yeah alan 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 rickman did like lots of roles where he's a nicer guy not lots but you know they they do exist he's not i'm sure he's not always he doesn't always well i mean that's the thing is is like his thing that's a that's hard to do i don't know i mean i feel feel like he walks that line really well with snape so i i feel like he could have pulled 
pulled it off because like Snape definitely goes from, we think he's evil. Oh, he's a good guy. We think he's evil again. Oh, he's a good guy. Like that's kind of his whole character arc. So did he turn out to be evil in the end? I forget. No, no he, he turned out to be a good guy. He turns out to be okay. a good guy in the end. Like right. he's a but, dick, but he was a good yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Like that's sort of where it came down. Yeah. So pretty much we'll watch through those movies again. Yeah. I need to no time soon. I think I've seen the first five, maybe the first six. I don't but know. I She's just, a turf. I, I don't care. I so. hate how Rowling is like poison that well. Because yeah. I really enjoyed that well. And now I like it less because of her suckiness. Like, yep. Yep. I, She's super turfy, but some of that stuff was there from the beginning. I mean, like, the, yeah. the fate of, uh, who's the, of Umbridge is like, ooh, man. Really fucked up. Really fucked oh, up the yeah. more you look into it. Like, your, your again, only, your only Asian character in it is named Cho Chang. Yeah. I recommend Sailing the Seven Seas if you like any of her work. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> um, uh, Although I do recommend watching uh, David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived. Oh yeah, um, that was cool. Yeah, the Daniel Radcliffe documentary with about the guy who got paralyzed. Oh yeah, I do really want to lose his legs. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's paraplegic, not quadriplegic. Okay. Um. Yeah, obviously, all all respect to Daniel Radcliffe. He seems like a boss. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I mean, in all of the kids, most of the cast. I'm trying yeah. to think of actors that that suck from uh the Harry Potter, at least the original. Um, um didn't the guy? Like didn't the kid who was Goyle, like? But it's one of yeah. them. Didn't yeah. the one of the? Oh no, I was thinking. No, the evil kid is still in some stuff. Is he? Was it that's Tom Felton? Tom Felton. Tom Felton's great in yeah. uh, in a lot of the stuff that he's done since. Like what is? I feel like he, he was he in. in he's in Planet of the Apes, and he's great in that. Uh, and he's in wasn't no, he no, in like Return to Yuma or something like that? I think he was good in that. So he had a guest arc on the CW's Flash. Oh, I was thinking of Ben <laughs> Foster. Sorry. Oh. I mean. <laughs> A lot of the Harry Potter kids just kind of disappeared, though, like the smaller ones, right? Well, I mean, in a lot of them have enough money that they don't need to work anymore. So, yeah, <laughs> isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. Why? Like, how they? Because, I mean, don't they plan these things in advance so that that doesn't happen these days as much? Like, what? like the franchises. I mean, they would have like they they didn't have them over a barrel for that irish kid or whatever you know well i mean most of them did sign for a contract to appear in all the films um and then they appeared in all those films they got their money and, and they get the residuals from yeah, they get the residuals, residuals okay. which are fucking yeah. insane and okay, they're like yeah. I, yeah okay i can just buy an ice cream truck and be an ice cream man for the rest of my life like rupert Grint decided to do i mean i guess he still shows up and stuff occasionally but he literally just bought an ice cream truck and was like i'm just gonna be an ice cream man now that knock, fucking knock at the cabin knock, I at, mean, the yeah. cabin. knock <laughs> the cabin he was in that like um Sick apple note. tv no i know but like uh, he did literally buy an ice cream show truck. i think servant yep never watched that yeah he yeah. acts very rarely now but he literally does work as an ice cream man that would be fucking awesome <laughs> i don't know it's like there's something maybe i just see the darkness of humanity way too much oh 
I had a cat yelling through the door at me not long ago. Maybe I just see the darkness of humanity too much. And like a ginger in an ice cream van just sets off red flags for me. But But I'm, I'm sure that he's doing it just to like even potentially give kids a shining moment in their day. But man, if anything ever comes out about him, I, I just hope it doesn't. I mean, the the big oh, it one won't. is that uh, would be way too obvious. Come on, one of the, one of the kids who played uh, played one of uh, 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 the what's the the mean kids? One of the one of the uh, oh yeah, I can't remember oh, crab, crab or Goyle, but yeah, it crab was is yeah one of them that yeah couldn't be in like the last three movies because he went to prison. Yep. Yep. For like smashing open a dude's head. Yep. Yeah. So that that's fun times. And not even with like a beer bottle. I think it was like with a fucking crowbar type thing. Something. Yeah. Not a sledgehammer. Uh, that that's that's too brutal. <laughs> I, I mean, like it, it turns out you're better off hiring people who just look like goons, not actual goons. <laughs> Well, I don't think that like they knew the kid was going to be a goon when they hired him. Yeah, he well, I mean that's like also that's also the other. Yeah, ended, he ended up being a goon. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean every once in a while, yeah, like like the the hilariousness of of the kid they cast Neville, who you know was supposed to be like the the fat kid, and the, they become the short kid. Hot kid. and then like <laughs> yeah. the hottest one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like what the hell happened between movies? Did you get plastic surgery? No, I just grew up. Matthew Lewis. Not, don't think I've seen him in anything. Oh, I don't think I've seen him in like anything else. Like if I were him, I would just like take the money, live on residuals, <laughs> open a pub, M- modeling career. Oh yeah. He's- He's made a few things, or he's been in some of the stuff, so still working. All right, and of course he's in the 2010 theme park ride, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, at Universal Studios Hollywood. Ooh. Okay, we should probably get back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? At, I was just looking while at while you're many... doing that. I'm going to see if there's an elf theme park ride. <laughs> I don't think not, why not? Because it's a New Line cinema movie. Oh yeah, no. I mean, and New Line's always been one of those stuff. like. Has in... there never been a Lord of the? I bet they wouldn't allow a Lord of the Rings theme park ride, would they? That's like the Tolkien Tolkien estate would be all like. <sighs> I mean, how much? Uh, I'm more, sure longer... it's mostly that Tolkien estate, unless like you opened up a, you know. Never mind. Lord of the Rings land rumored for Universal's Orlando. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is rumor the yeah when when how much more power does the state have over Tolkien's stuff? Because he died in seventy three, and Disney has been kind of dicks about extending how long those copyrights continue to last. But like under old copyright laws, he should be coming into public domain like this year, but I have a feeling they've extended it from 50 to 75, so. Yeah. Walter security guards sarcastically tell Buddy to go to a local Gimbel's department store. 
where he meets Jovi, an unenthusiastic employee with whom he is instantly smitten. Hearing that Santa will be at the store to make an appearance the following day, Buddy redecorates the store overnight. However, discovering that the gimbal Santa is not the genuine article, Artie Lang, uh, apparently a one-take scene, uh, is, is, is another I mean, is another like interesting casting choice that like like huh not who I thought would have pictured in this for a kids movie but like he works. <laughs> was he like super fucked up at this time like, probably he he's been super fucked up his entire life <laughs> like basically he is just constantly a bailed out by his comedian friends in terms of continuing to have a job so. Uh, Buddy unmasks him and causes a brawl that the manager breaks up. Uh, Walter reluctantly bails Buddy out of the police station and takes him for a DNA test, which confirms that Buddy is his biological son. Does Favreau, like, show up in everything he directs? No, because he wasn't in Zathura, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean... Look, look, I'm sure it's on his fucking wikipedia page but, um he was in a, yeah he does those cameos a fair amount uh, yeah he does cameos a fair amount i mean like you know he's only a voice in jungle book but that's because there aren't a ton of human characters in that so Doesn't I, mean, show he, he was also a I, don't, voice I don't think in this he's not in zathura at all according to imdb yeah i didn't think he was because zathura is a very small movie it's like dax shepherd Kirsten Stewart. Um, oh, I kind of wanted to watch it for a while. I never watched Blanking it. on who the dad is. And then there's the two kids. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. And then the two kids, and that's it. Well, and then like people in fucking makeup and costuming as lizards. But like in terms <laughs> of people, it's a very small cast. Tim Robbins' character is called Dad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a spiritual sequel to Jumanji, is it? Yep, Friend? that's exactly what it is. It's Jumanji yep. in space. Space <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, it's Fine. actually it's yeah. like a fun movie. It's not great, but like it's I've heard pretty good things. It's Zathura in space, or it's, it's Jumanji, Jumanji in, space. in space. I mean, I always thought they should have called it Jumanji in space, but. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Space Jumanji or something Ju- like that. Jumanji too. I mean, I feel like Jumanji actually has enough. Space. I feel like Jumanji has enough brand recognition that like, like it should be in the title somewhere because people will get the concept uh, better than just calling it Zathura. But whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that's part of what hurt their sales. Oh my god, have you seen that there's a new Mean Girls coming? And if you watch the trailer, it looks like it's a shot-for-shot remake of it, but if you no, it's a musical. hear about it's based it, yeah, on the, it's a musical. It's... But, like, nothing in the trailer lets you know it's a fucking musical. It I mean, I knew like it was a musical scene remake. for the trailer, so... Oh, I, I mean, because... I, did, I didn't it's the either. Only reason, it's the only reason to make it, is to base it off the stage show with the music. So, but... I did feel like they were kind of trying to hide it a little... But like, why? why? Why are you hiding that? That should be the selling point. I don't want Gus Van Sant's Psycho. I, I want you to add to it instead of just adding color. Psycho, uh, the musical. 
I don't know. I mean, that. it looked like there were <laughs> clearly dance sequences in the in the trailer. So it's just right. interesting that they have of uh, I think Tina Fey and Tim Meadows reprising their characters, which is an interesting call. So is she going to be singing? I doubt it, unless the parts the the parts were specifically written for her. But I mean, at the same time, like she might like. When they did the stage version, because like her her husband is a composer, like he did like all the music on 30 Rock. Um, and like I feel like he contributed to the stage show as well. So I feel like, like they might Robert have had Carlo. her like do I feel like they, they she might have been like the like like for a limited time might have played that role on Broadway, like extremely limited time, but so the part might have been written for her in a way so but, i don't know yeah um jeff richmond yep is the dude which confirms. i mean january is kind of a drop point isn't it usually they're not super um eh. pumped about what comes out in january like i don't know the the way that the release calendar works nowadays is very different than it used to um and oh, i think it that was it was meant to be a streaming exclusive yeah they, they changed it it was meant so to be a that's that then that suggests confidence in the film so yeah i guess so interesting um the dna test confirms that buddy is his biological son dr leonardo convinces walter to take buddy home to meet his stepmother emily mary steamburgeon and his half brother Michael, not John C. Riley, not John C. Mm. Riley, not not in this one. <laughs> well, step brother, I guess in that one. So, um, Buddy's strange behavior annoys Walter and Michael, uh, but Emily insists that they take care of him until he recovers. Uh, yeah the the elf food groups are disgusting. <laughs> Well, also, the, candy cord is not a Christmas is uh, dessert. Like, that was, it is that was just weird. like pure sugar. It, it is it, pure sugar, but that's on. but yeah, but that's a Halloween thing. That's not a Christmas thing. My best, my so science dork chiming in here. My, I, I sit there watching these scenes, going, "How the fuck is he still alive? Like, yeah. if all he eats is like." sugar how the fuck is he still alive like how does he not have crippling diabetes at this point here's and, my th- like, i have a theory a on this one of vitamin deficiencies like again here's another person well santa has to be dirt. eating real food as well so like you know they must be giving him some reindeer meat and some like other yeah. santa food <laughs> some raw rabbit <laughs> yeah yeah, are yeah. they like sneaking it in because when he prepares stuff for himself, he doesn't seem to understand like that other thing, like other tastes besides sweet exist. Like what I think happened is the the candy that they actually eat up in the North Pole has like something in it that just cancels out any chance of any ill health effects from the sugar. Oh, yeah, so magic like... also exists in this universe. So oh that's... Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like it's. It's like a multivitamin that tastes like fuck pure sugar. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. Yeah, the way they make it, it's like it has it doesn't have any of the bad effects. So he will if he stays in New York and continues on like this, he might be in trouble. But like he wasn't up until now. 
Yeah, his syrup is made of protein. Yeah, I, I oh, like how they had to do oh, two takes of of him like eating that like spaghetti candy <laughs> like the this, because it, for the first time it made with I am not surprised. <laughs> not it, at it, all it, surprised. It is really impressive, <laughs> and I love how so long disgusting. it how long it lingers on it, and it's just like really, actually tough to watch. By the end. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I could do that. That's. I hard. mean it, that you what you said two takes. That's it. Like I don't I, like. I think I it would have been like, all right, no, somebody needs to give me like a pile of. Yeah, uh, no. Will Ferrell was was having was having like, like severe issues with all the sugar he was consuming while he was making this movie. That's crazy. Dude. He's like, I have diabetes now. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was getting headaches and having difficulty sleeping. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just the pasta, you know, makes it, oh. so, makes it so bad. As your like delivery system, I, oh, yeah. oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Even rice would make more sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like sweet rice is a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kugel exists. Yeah, there is sweet pasta, but or similar enough. Yeah, but like. I feel like Kugel only works when you use certain ingredients. If you just start putting like fucking M&Ms in it, I think it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. Peanut M&Ms? Good. <laughs> I feel like, you know, throw some M&Ms into rice pudding and like you've improved the situation rather than made it worse. Yeah, but if I'm having rice, rice pudding, pudding, I'd rather have bread pudding. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I like both. Uh I like I like both. All right. We're we're, we're getting I way too distracted pudding. now. <laughs> Christmas pudding. Oh, I need to make Christmas. Elf. Oh. <laughs> Bring it back around. Bring it back around. <laughs> uh, Michael warms up to Buddy after they defeat a gang of bullies in a snowball fight and encourages him to ask Jovi out on a date. During the date, the two fall in love. Wow, they just really rush over that, huh? Yeah, it's a, it's. I mean, it, so does the movie. So yeah, does, yeah. yeah. They, just I mean, go on, they go on a montage date. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because oh, uh, yeah, well, well, it's, it's a repeat the most, the montage most... from earlier of like all the stuff that he first did when he got to New York, like the world's best cup of coffee and running around in the door. But now yeah. he's showing it to her and sharing that stuff with yeah, her, which is the, sort of the, adorable. But it's adorable, it but. At it's the same great time, montage. like, I, yeah, girls love dating man children. <laughs> like, so yeah, she like, like a total child. I think <laughs> if you did this now, she would be weirder. You know, like yeah. I, I think she's like she's too normal for this to make sense. <laughs> yeah, she would have to be weirder. Like, oh yeah, just... it's tough though. You don't want her to be. If she's too weird, then it's not going to work either like yeah. but they didn't they didn't make her weird at all she's just like slightly sarcastic and kind of intrigued by his weirdness but that do, it, it doesn't it doesn't track i mean it tracks i mean i think that there's like a sense that like like she's because like the whole city everyone's really cynical and the fact of the matter is that he's not and that's what's attractive and yeah. then that's that's really what you play up 
Um, but like, yeah, he comes off as like super childish. Um, and that's that's not an attractive quality. <laughs> no, it's yeah. really not. Like, trust me, uh, most women figure out mm, at least by their 30s that like, yeah, you don't you 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 really, really do not want to be a guy's mom. Yeah, and that's kind of what she'd be here. But hey, yeah, she's I only, 100% she, agree Zoe with that. Deschanel was only 23 when she made this movie, so she didn't know any better yet. But wow. she's also a she's also kind of a manic pixie dream girl. Like she seems like she's kind of she's got she's kind of weird anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and also it's just but yeah, the 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 what at the. 13 year age difference between her and Will Ferrell is is very noticeable. So <laughs> oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I do love I do love the scene in the um in the mailroom when they're like lying back and talking yeah. and the guy's <laughs> the like guy I'm 26 it. years old and it's like oh, that is shenanigans. So that's yeah. hilarious. That's yeah, why it's no. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's a hilarious like, yeah, the studio was like, that guy's obviously not 26, but and then they were like, Yeah, but it's hilarious, right? And it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. I think the original line was like he was supposed to be like be a twenty six year old. It's just like yeah, no. <laughs> oh, this this movie does have some laughs. Uh, I'll, I'll give it that. Like it's definitely got some laughs, even after seeing it a handful of times. Uh, funny the, movie. Yeah, funny was, movie. the whole the whole time I was just like, John Favreau stopped making franchise stuff for a minute and make some more movies. Yeah, I go back wow. to making swingers. Well, that no thanks. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> swingers. I specifically too. said that because Swing I knew that's not the type of movie you want him to make. Yeah, that is not the kind of movie. <laughs> I don't want fucking twenty-one-year-old horn dog John Favreau. I'm fine. <laughs> Paired with Vince Vaughn. Yep, yep. I, don't, I don't. I don't need Vince Vaughn and John Favreau to team up ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's part of the reason no. why Vin why I like Favreau the, I like got the, the job on this. Both of their careers have gone in. I don't think I need to see them together again. I'll I'll put it that way. Right, right, exactly. Keep them separated. It's healthier for everyone. Yeah. Meanwhile, Walter's publishing company is failing after their latest book flops. Walter's boss, Fulton Greenway expects Walter to have a new book ready by Christmas Eve. What a dick boss. Walter and his team secure a meeting with best-selling children's author Miles Finch, um, played by Peter Dinklage. He's so good in this. Yeah, he is. Um, and Buddy interrupts the meeting and mistakes Finch, who has dwarfism, for an elf. He's just um, in like I, one scene and he just owns it. He's so Oh good. yeah, no, like mm -hmm. this is this is his like Glengarry or Glengarry Glen Ross scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is pretty fantastic. I mean the and the fight is prolonged and detailed. <laughs> and lots of great onlooker reactions from everyone in the room at all times. Oh, <laughs> the I think the absolute this is, insanity. This is part of why you cast like Sedaris, Gaz, and Rick. Yeah. Is yeah. because like they are very expressive, right? Yeah, right. And it it's all just the for them reacting like to the this. scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. everyone brings just the right amount of like silly, cartoony energy to this movie at all times. 
times you know yeah. like so that is why you need a steady hand on the wheel but the i mean the egging on in this feels like it's in goodfellas or something you know <laughs> yeah. it's like it actually out of nowhere has this amazingly strong tension you know and the, that erupts in this amazing fight sequence it's 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 great stuff well, there's these, an these, earlier... are, these are the moments, these are the moments that make it a classic movie. You know, it's like, yeah, how can you not just like find this amazing? Yeah, uh, that there's a scene where you know, fucking Jimmy Khan has to like explode at Buddy, and like he's just not quite getting there. So Favreau goes up to him and says, mm-hmm. "You're Sonny fucking Corleone," <laughs> and then he like brings that energy to it, and it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, nice. Like it works. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta do that. Yeah, don't softball it. You know, let let the let the music and the and the editing and all that stuff. You know, do that. But yes, as as somebody who, as a five year old, got um got flipped by somebody with dwarfism because I was a dumb child. Uh, nice. I I really empathize with Buddy, although Buddy does keep on going too far. Yep, he has no idea. <laughs> yeah, but that's why it's so great. He literally can't understand why this is a problem. No, I love when he gets after after not an issue to him. At the yeah. end, he's just like, "I'm an elf one more time." You're an elf. <laughs> <laughs> just so confused. It's um, Buddy unintentionally insults Finch before the latter attacks him and angrily leaves the meeting, upon which Walter loses his temper. temper. Yeah, it, it's this scene when Walter loses his temper um, and harshly disowns Buddy. Heartbroken, Buddy writes an apology note on an etch a sketch and leaves Walter's apartment. He is pretty goddamn skilled in the etch a sketch. I mean, I'm just wondering, they must have had like someone who was like amazing at an etch a sketch just on like standby to do a bunch of shit on etch a sketch for them. Mm. That would be my guess. And like, cool, you got a rad skill that you can fucking <laughs> sell to people who are looking for that very specific very skill. specific skill. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you like just get in touch with Etch a Sketch, the company. Can you be like, hey, can you give us these like? Well, I mean, I feel like pre-made they, versions. They, they clearly had a relationship with Etch a Sketch. I mean, like it's so prominently featured in the mm. movie, and it's such a shit toy. Let's be real. <laughs> so... mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's charmingly shit though. Yeah, I... yeah. It's got a, it's got it, a, it has, it's, it's got it's an a, old world quality to it that I like. But I think for if you're an actual kid looking for a toy, yeah, you're probably. Yeah. I, I, mean, I like, had one, I and really I really visually I fucked with it. But I yeah, fucked with it. yeah. I mean, I had one growing up, and yeah, so you can't do anything useful with it. Like no, you can't pain in the ass to use. But There's... it's like, are you bored with your hoop and stick? Are you? <laughs> do you want to be an indoor kid? Here. <laughs> Here's Try cup yeah. and ball in stores now. <laughs> As a, uh, it, it did find, I remember finding it kind of soothing and I've gone on to use all sorts of knobs and uh, music and stuff ever since. But the, the two knobs on the Etch-A-Sketch just kind of moving them back and forth was kind of like relaxing to me somehow. You but, like uh, uh, I, moving two knobs back and forth? I sure do, baby. <laughs> Hello. 
Yeah. Is this thing, is this thing on? <laughs> what did, did, did that uh, tell me that joke didn't fly over your heads, or was it just? It, I mean, it can't possibly be that it wasn't funny. So. Oh <laughs> no! It was Beavis and Butthead joke, right? I mean, no n- knob. Yeah. Oric. What? But, like. <laughs> you explain uh, it. I I. Oh, yeah. I like I yeah I was gonna say like a knob is slang for penis and I'm fairly certain that like turning the knobs ha 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 yeah like that, yeah that, you know feels yeah. like a beautiful I don't even it's know. not I funny have, I, have, I have no idea what's happening I, I like how TJ is like like making this joke significantly less funny uh, so yeah. <laughs> that's what TJ does yes. <laughs> I'm I'm aggressively unfunny. I'm begging us to move on. (laughs) Upon finding Finch's notebook full of ideas, Walter and his team scramble to create a book to pitch. A peach? What's more vulnerable than a peach? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That's a great line. (laughs) He's furious. So Peter Dinklage is as uh, like they, they had enough time to describe that Peter Dinklage is also a hack, but he's just a, he's just a very blustery, and uh, you know like he's just gotten his probably gotten his way by being very aggressive. Oh yeah, uh, but well, like, I, mean, I don't I, lo- I don't I think his he, he books are any better before he's done They're children's anything. books. Like yeah. they give they, like he shows up, he's like, "Where's my money?" They give him his money, and he's like, "Okay, now I'll actually do the work." <laughs> like. I mean, the movie is also kind is it kind of saying like all children's books are shit except for me, Elf. This movie, <laughs> like, because it, the, the at the end it becomes the you know the book that they actually end up publishing, and everything else about the kids' books is all disses. Even the other people, the other companies, and everything. So it's like that's that's the impression that I get. <laughs> they think that oh no, kids, it's definitely the impression suck. given is except like for all Elf. kids' books are shit except for ours. Yeah. Well, all modern kids' books are shit. Yes. Uh, team scrambled to create a book to pitch. As Walter prepares to pitch the book to Greenway, Michael arrives and informs Walter of Buddy's departure. We, we get, like, some good intercutting of, like, you know, Buddy looking like he's going to fucking commit suicide off that bridge. It's pretty sweet. It's very, uh, you know, it's a wonderful life. Like there, there's a lot of like throwback nods to a bunch of different Christmas classics. It's a little dark, really, for the tone of the movie. But I guess it. Works. Oh, for the for the tone of the rest of the movie, yeah, it, it's pretty dark. Uh, but you know, it's it. I guess they did have the same logic as you there. It's a what it was like. It's in a wonderful life, so we'll do it as well. Yeah, I mean, everybody yeah, loves definitely that a one. weird callback because it's just like. I don't get well. I mean, it it doesn't work, and it's a wonderful life, particularly well either, because it's just like this character hasn't been set up to be like, you know, have the levels of depression necessary to throw themselves off a bridge. But like, mm-hmm. like you know, it works better in its wonderful life than this, and this is just a homage to its a wonderful life. But yeah, I'm gonna go put rocks on my shoes, <laughs> jump on the river. <laughs> Goodbye, uh, cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I have this life insurance policy. It'll be right here in my pocket, just for Zuzu. <laughs> With her petals, yeah. 
Uh, realizing his mistake, Walter quits his job and walks out with Michael to find Buddy. Meanwhile, Buddy sees Santa's sleigh crash in Central Park, attracting a log- large crowd. Not actually near the sleigh at all, because, you know, the Central Park Rangers keep everyone out. Uh Oh, wow, the Central Park Rangers are so fucking great. I love the setup for them. <laughs> that, I mean, I love how the setup just comes out of nowhere. Like, they have an opportunity to talk about, like, I really feel like there should be a reference to them in, like, nope. the first act of the film. Nope. Like, yeah, no, like, no, I, no, I, I agree. It's no, funnier no. that there's no buildup. It's like, just, what the fuck are these guys? Oh, they're the and then they're just, Like, yeah, they're just, they exist just for this sequence, and then they're completely forgotten again. <laughs> Yep. I love it. I love that, how that, they're That's perfect. what makes it super funny, yeah. It's just like, it's such poor writing. It's, it's so It's like, glaringly so. And yet, it's funny enough that, like, you let it get away with it, but just, like, I also love when the, like, the Rangers just, like, completely disregard um, Walter in the Santa suit. Like, it's just like, I'll go distract him, and then they just run past him. And it's like... Oh, what was the point of that? <laughs> they're, they're ring wraiths. They know that that's not actually Santa. Yeah. They want yeah. the real Santa. <laughs> My precious. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not after Sam Wise Gamgee. They want Frodo. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa explains that the sleigh's engine is lost and cannot fly without it due to the shortage of Christmas spirit. I love yeah, how also how sleigh... everybody gets down there because, you know, fucking Zoe Deschanel happens to be like just about to start eating some ramen while watching the local news on Christmas Eve to see that there's. Yeah, that literally it, makes no it, sense. But well, I, also, I also love the like really creepy guy that the. That the reporter interviews, like they just like shamelessly hitting on her, and it's so so awkward. It's like, why is this here? Oh yeah, that's the uh, the good Matt Walsh there. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I know, I knew that guy. Um, yeah, it was super random. Yeah, well, and then also you have like the this summary like oversimplifies things. Like the engine isn't. Well, I guess the engine is lost, but like, I it's more that it's like not working because they recover the engine pretty quickly. Well, no, the, the, the engine and then it no, falls the off engine again. is supplemental. The yeah. engine is what is used these days because they don't have as much Christmas spirit to actually get the job done. Yeah. If there are any engineers listening, could you tell me if that a turbofan engine that size would actually work that way? Well, I mean, it's got to be imbued with a little bit of magic. It's yeah. not like they have, you know, jet fuel in the fucking North Pole, unless it's magic they found jet oil. fuel. Oh, it does. It, <laughs> it 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 doesn't run off of like jet A. It runs off of fucking reindeer blood. Duh. Yeah. Oh, so that's why the reindeers are still there. They're just being drained. They're harvesting their blood. blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, importantly, I'm pretty sure we don't see Rudolph in this movie. So something happens. Oh, yeah. that's how Will Ferrell like <laughs> gets protein. Reindeer meat. Duh. Yep. God. Yep. I mean, that's they must just like farm those fuckers and like you know the the ones that like get selected for the sleigh or like just the ones that can like fly good or whatever. Yeah. All right, well, Dasher I mean... 18, you're getting a bit slow. <laughs> Friggin' Dasher 19. 
<laughs> you're kind of old They're though, so you're cat. you're stupid. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Of course we just want to make this shit darker. Well, not Porik. Porik's just being quiet while we're like making this shit super dark. But it's not dark because it's I don't mind dark things. I know. But you're definitely the most cute and joyful of the of us. Yeah. I I've been I've been destroyed by reality. Oh boy, yeah. Well, you know, I mean there's just so much <laughs> like I, I just base my tastes on kind of what am I getting? What do I feel like I'm getting too much of an abundance of? And it's what is it usually these days is like horrific violence, whether in real life or in media, you know, it's not. But like, if you got to do it, you got to do it to make the thing good. But, you know, no, I like that this movie is nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I like the last movie we watched was nice too, because I know we're going to be watching stuff like Hot Tension. Uh, you know, no, we we already our... watched Hot Tension. Stuff like I said, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, Coming next rubber. time, martyrs. There are more. Yeah, there are more horror movies on our list of potential movies than anything else. So, you know, it's nice to nice little sweet movie about <laughs> yeah. the power of consumerism. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. Everything's bad. You think you think you guys are dark? I'm thinking about the real dark stuff. Okay, like that. I can't stop thinking about every during this movie where I'm just like, oh, it's all just to sell stuff. <laughs> uh, Pork, I feel like you would appreciate landscape with invisible hands. Hmm, I'm not aware of it. Um, it looks like it would be a Quentin Dupont movie, but it's actually good. Ooh. Yeah. But actually good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll admit it, man. <laughs> I'll check it out. Finally. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for this. But that Rubber movie. is good, guys. You just don't understand it. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, it, I might enjoy it, but it doesn't mean it's good. Um, Buddy finds the engines and reunites with Walter and Michael. Walter apologizes to Buddy for how he treated him and finally accepts him as his son. After Buddy takes them to meet Santa, Michael takes Santa's list and reads it out in front of television news cameras. Uh, I thought the scene's pretty good, proving that Santa. I, lo- I love real. the I love the callback to uh, the, uh, yeah, the girl I, that at uh, Carolyn in the in the hospital, and mm-hmm. then also uh, the guy who wants the spot. A, you know, it's all good. Must be a different whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I uh, also yeah, love the, the final... uh, newscaster. Oh yeah, like, the newscaster is great. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, news cameras proving that Santa is real. A group of Central Park Rangers who are angry at Santa for placing them on the naughty list. Uh, why were they on I lo- the naughty list? I love list the ACAB aspect of the Central Park Rangers. I, I oh yeah, felt like I needed to mention this. That like, like they're the like really the only police kind of featured in this, and they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're literal demons. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> love it. Really. Uh, because really like ahead of most its time. of the time, like like films, like films just generally oh, oh, portray oh, law a, enforcement. A, a handsome cab a handsome cab 
No. All handsome cops are bad. Doesn't really work. <laughs> no. God damn it. There's something there. I know there is. <laughs> what? How? Well, what? handsome handsome cab has a horse on it. You know, the horse of the A cab. It's it's A. And the... uh... Fuck um. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, are it's you? just like law enforcement is and the military are for kind of film like budgetary reasons are generally portrayed as like like noble and non-corrupt in like all media so just to have them be a very distinctly the villains for no reason um is kind of refreshing it is yeah definitely most definitely um Chase the sleigh as Buddy tries to reattach the engine. Jovi leads the crowd, and those watching on television, I do find it weird, though, that her name throughout the entirety of this is Jovi, because usually those names are self-chosen elf names for sake of whimsy, and there's mm. no way that her actual name is Jovi. That could be a short for Josephine or something like that. Uh, I've never heard of a Jovi, all right, but... yeah. Yeah, I haven't either. Like Josie, yeah. Maybe her parents just suck. I mean, her parents are not present in the film and kind of okay with her like fucking off to the North Pole for Christmas and not being around <laughs> for Christmas. So like, yeah, I think her parents do suck. So or are dead. <laughs> I mean, just it would be classic classic kids movie like Dead Parents. So yep. If you're looking for a baby. A name that will encourage your little one to embrace life with optimism. Consider Jovi, a feminine name of American origin that means jovial. Yeah, well, I figured it may be a meant. short form of Jovita, Jovina, or Jovana. None of the, none of which are any more common. Than <laughs> yeah, I've heard none of those. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I, uh, like fuck. Now I feel like I need to name an animal Jovana. <laughs> it's like Nirvana. And this guy Joe, I know. <laughs> What's the female Jovana. version of Tom, Dick, and Harry? Jovina, Jovina, Jovana. Like we all know <laughs> this. Oh, uh, it just makes me think. Shlemiel, Shlemato, Salt and Pepper Incorporated. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Um, <laughs> Joby leads the crowd and those watching on television in singing Santa Claus is coming to town. Raising enough Christmas spirit to fully power the sleigh without the engine. Well, raising most of it, uh, Jimmy Khan kept on pretending like he was singing, but then finally felt that Christmas spirit deep in his Jewish soul. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like how Bender had to fart real big. <laughs> yeah. To, get, yeah, to, wait, to move the earth. Well, but he he couldn't. He was like a turtle. He couldn't get. He was stuck on his back. Yeah. yeah. Until hey, he if learned the that he could get up. So can he. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even really think about James Conn being Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's so much interesting about James Conn being cast in many things. Godfather's another example of like, like you know. Basically, there like Francis Ford Coppola's big argument making in The Godfather is it's just like, yeah, mom movies have failed because you keep on casting Jews instead of Italians. And then they were like, I, and he's like, so I'm going to cast a bunch of Italians and James Caan. <laughs> <laughs> With one exception. <laughs> I'm making contact. 
Uh mm. I heard what you did there. <laughs> um, by the following Christmas, Buddy writes a book about his life, which becomes a bestseller and allows Walter to establish his own, like, these things are backwards, but whatever, um, his own publishing company. Buddy also marries Jovi and brings their newborn daughter, Susie, to visit Papa Elf. That is, like, I just did the math. Uh, like, I, I I don't really think about that timeline. This is only, so this is only the second time I've seen this movie, but neither time did it occur to me that, like, in the space of a year, they got married and conceived and gave birth to a child. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, like, they, they clearly banged like, are... after skating at, at Rockefeller Center, so, you know. Ah, uh, okay. Cause, like, so Papa like, Elf was just so, like, all right, nice... shotgun wedding. Shotgun wedding. Say, <laughs> what is, like, I was like, what are they, lesbians? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, they just had to, you know, it was only in the Terry Zweigoff version that there was the hardcore sex scene between them. Or, you know, you see that. Yeah. Right. Only after. we had gotten that. Like, you know, fucking Will Ferrell making Zoe Deschanel not shit right for a week. That is horrendous. Yeah, this is going a very dark place. Yeah. You think I need to just take off his headphones and walk walk away. Uh, that is a, a a great movie, or at least I remember it being great when I saw it. I'm sorry if I, if you're gonna cancel me for saying it's great. I'm sorry, it's not great. It's bad. You, wait. Like, I remember it being incredibly offensive at the time, twenty what, years ago. So, what movie are we talking about? Bad Santa. I think I asked you. Oh. You, ha- you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. The Billy Bob Thornton movie. I, I, yeah. I like. I was really, very drunk when I saw it. I remember liking it, but I was also very drunk when I saw it. So it's about it's a gr- it's a great movie about alcoholism. You know, he he really portrays alcoholism quite well. He's constantly pissing and shitting himself. Nice, uh, just, yeah. I would uh, defi- covered I definitely covered in a lot of that. a lot of stains. <laughs> I, I do want to watch that at some point. It does sound pretty damn funny, actually. But yeah, we'll we'll put it on the Christmas uh, Christmas list of movies to watch. Yeah, it's weirdly like, for me it was uh, gone. I was gonna say it's funny how many like classic quote unquote classic movies I haven't seen, and that's yeah. just another one. I mean, it's but there's everyone has tons of holes in that though. There's lots of like really infamous movies I never saw. Um, but the uh, I've never seen The Godfather Part Two. You've never, never seen, seen Godfather any of Part them. One, as far as I know, or did you finally see it? I've never seen The Godfather Part One either. I was just saying Part Two because, like, my understanding that's the one that is that's people the care about. One. <laughs> yeah. Two is better than one, but they're both good. Uh, I think I, I'm not. It's not as clear cut for me that two is better than one. I think they're both like equally. Good. I mean, but I've, should, I've only seen the second one. one should we time. talk about what we think about this movie so we can uh, go and do other things? Because I've been... no, we need to well, continue talking about a completely. No, we, we, we I think we should talk about this about... because I have no tobacco to smoke it. All Godfather, so I've got nowhere to go. <laughs> Godfather three, Coda, Michael Corleone story. <laughs> all right, then Godfather I, three is bad. It, uh, if I just quietly walk away at some point, uh, <laughs> like the Kool Aid Man backing out of the, the yep. wall. Did we? Did through? we? Did we hit? <laughs> we didn't hit the end, did we? 
Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They, they visit um, Papa Elf, which got Dan talking about, like, or oh, okay, right, talking yeah. about timeline. So, somebody talking about timeline. Emily talking about timeline. Emily talking yeah. about timeline. Talking timelines. Oh, yeah, yeah. That baby's just... pretty old, too. So, you know. I mean, yeah. So, it's yeah, like... the, the baby's like six months. <laughs> no, the baby can't cannot well, be six months oh yeah like the so baby can at most it would be, be a severe preemie but yeah yeah um but so it, they we're talking we're talking like realistically like yeah two months or so i mean is that is that sequence specifically supposed to be a year later because i feel like he says like every year they visited so then like yeah I, I don't yeah that's a good point that yeah. might have been so the time one, so it's like this is like you know five christmases later or something oh like thank that. god all right yeah that make you know? that make yeah oh like wow. i mean yeah. obviously walter needs to have started his Even fucking two. no it, year, it says yeah. by the following christmas oh it oh, does say by Christ. the following christmas yikes okay that's uh -huh. fast Yep, that's real fast. Uh, cool shotgun yep, wedding. Yep, Dope. yep. They um, they totally they totally banged after going ice skating, and she totally I got mean, pregnant. Yeah, he was just so turned on by that giant tree. He lost rock. his virginity to her and got her pregnant the same. Hey, time. hey, we don't know if 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 he had never had sex before, he totally could have had. He sex would have in, ripped in one the of those elves in half. <laughs> He's six three. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd love to see it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you'd love to see it. I've seen that before. Uh, <laughs> Will Farrell. <laughs> oh no, not specifically. And a little person. Yeah, no. Um, this is this is not a conversation we want to be having right now. <laughs> so um, <laughs> another thing so I was going to say uh, that is that not this <laughs> is uh, Bob Newhart is still with us at a tender and spry ninety-four years old. I thought Yay, that maybe, maybe he had a first Yeah, he's still yeah. going. Home. Oh, that Hell is yeah. good to hear. I, I awesome. thought he was dead too. Yeah, he was. He was. He, I mean, you know, he just plays a really convincing force ghost in Big Bang Theory. That's why you thought that. I guess I mean, so. From beyond the grave. All right, I'm. I yeah. Let's let's. Yeah, Emily let's wants do to do this. her verdict. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing my verdict even if you guys stay. Sustained. Um, um I am going with see it. I yes, it there are some problems with it, but like this is one of the performances that Will Farrell's shtick works for me. And I think it works quite well. Like, yeah, there's some issues, but it's kind of like a who gives a shit. That's not really the point of this movie. Um, it's but like it manages to balance like the the lighthearted fun without making it like sap like overly sappy or grating so um it's just kind of like a feel-good christmas movie so and it's got some like cool ass people in it too so see it yeah nice nice who wants to go next uh i'll go um like yeah i mean it's a it's a see it for me as well i mean i think that will ferrell stick works really well i think james khan uh balances against that really well and you know generally speaking i find this really entertaining there are some parts that work less successfully than others i don't think i feel like and it's probably largely just because it's a kid actor like i don't feel a lot of the shit with michael works that well i feel like the new york park rangers kind of come out of nowhere and are the kind of the weakest element of the script but but like you're kind of at that point you're 
on board with it and ultimately it's just an excuse to get everyone to sing which makes sense um and you know i mean like i it's kind of like just minor problems because overall i think that the movie's fun and um like yeah it works for me and it's still entertaining like to watch almost every year so i like it it's to see it nice uh this movie's great uh you're totally wrong about the central park rangers they rule no notes no changes <laughs> anything else would just detract um but i do agree about that the kid and the sequence with the, the the kid being kind of the worst part of the movie uh along with you know just being a little bit tired of the the whole christmasy angle of it at the end where it's all like la 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 you know uh it kind of loses me a bit there but um well, it's Dan, very Dan, funny you had the line earlier um fucking what hmm? what was it like like the singing line you, oh you the best way to spread we... christmas cheer is to sit <laughs> is to sing loudly for all to hear yes <laughs> I mean that that's the point of the singing. Sorry. Yeah, well, you sorry gotta, you got you got to do it. Um, you know, like yeah, I'm not like it's fine. I'm just for my personal experience, I'm kind of just like, oh, okay, this is the bit where this is going to be like 10 minutes of uh Christmas <laughs> shenanigans and that's fine. I just I'll just <laughs> zone Christmas out. Movie. They have to end on Christmas shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll zone out until it's over and have and I've had a good time. Um, but yeah, filling it wall to wall with like great uh character act just like perfectly casted movie uh, um from top to bottom even in its smallest roles do you think that adds a lot uh still really funny it, and like a lot of the you know comedies from this era which are kind of mean spirit it's it's we you really rely on these pg comedies from the time because they have less mean jokes in them but like they are act you know i think it you kind kind of see the best of uh a lot of styles of humor of this time you know um and yeah see it. it's cool and yeah no i'm gonna round out and be the uh fourth holly yay of this of this oh, yeah. movie we're supposed uh, to yeah. say holly yay you guys can just say see you don't have to <laughs> although this is holly yay or holiday time holly see it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i I really enjoy this Uh, i sort of feel bad it took me so long to actually watch it because i was just so you know anti-feral for quite a while but like i i can admit like i was wrong this is really enjoyable and he's really good in this um i do find it funny that zoe deschanel is just blonde because she auditioned or this while blonde because she was blonde for something else and they were like no we hired a blonde <laughs> classic hollywood yeah i mean it's it's interesting to look at how zoe deschanel's career has just kind of developed because like like you know we talked about with josie and the pussycats how she was like passed over because she wasn't a big enough star um and then like like she wasn't a like like known figure doing this movie so like like they she's blonde because no one knew who she was and then you know eventually she gets a new girl and you know kind of becomes her own brand so but that wasn't well, the case when this was made well i mean even before new girl she was you know half of she and him which yeah. i pretty much had forgotten existed but i definitely listened to them back in the day 
Oh, we forgot the trivia. Uh, since you're all Futurama fans, that Maurice Lamarche did <laughs> yeah. the, the burp that Will Ferrell does at the table. Well, I meant uh, to mention that, so thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> which is similar to the uh, Nibbler burp, really, when you think about it. Which wow. is also Maurice Lamarche. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, he does more than Nibbler's... Orson Welles impressions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not a one-trick pony. <laughs> well, his Nibbler voice speaking in English is his like actual voice for the most part. Which is kind of like a Buck Rogers voice. Yeah. <laughs> like 50s serial guy. Well, I mean, he's been open about the fact that he kind of models his speaking patterns on like watching old movies which is why he does okay. such a good Orson Welles impression but like he's just like stuck in that voice mode for yeah no I mean it's a similar thing of like Stephen Colbert like grew up in the south and he was like embarrassed by his accent so to lose his accent he would impersonate newscasters and that's why he sounds like a newscaster all the time that's so, so great <laughs> but yeah um Holly A for like all the same reasons that other people are Holly A. I think that this is a fun watch and like put it on maybe not yearly, but like, hey, again, it's like background noise. Why the fuck not? Like it's enjoyable and I can just like float in and out of it because at this point I've definitely seen it enough. Like not nearly as many times as Dan, but like mm -hmm. seen it enough that I can watch it without actually looking at it. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's I can just good. quote the movie like <laughs> the yellow ones don't stop. Buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm running out of gas in the tank and Emily wants to smoke. So anybody got anything else? No. Nope. Nope. Pork, you 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 post movie reviews somewhere, right? I do criticer.com slash marlurk that's very cool um, thanks <laughs> I, know, I think it's cool I'm not <laughs> not just jerking you off Dan <laughs> you, you've got like a shitty webcomic right <laughs> that you never <laughs> update <laughs> I haven't updated months no it's funny another comic I read uh, also hadn't updated months then just made a joke about the fact that they haven't updated months after finally updating but uh, no I still haven't updated uh, since like september maybe it's been a while uh it but yeah you can check it out while, with yeah. fetus.com <laughs> emily we we've got a like i'll tear us down i'm not gonna tear pork down emily oh, we, we, we've uh, i've also not updated in a while i've only i've been stuck watching movies i've already seen <laughs> no i mean you're better than me i keep on rewatching. i like i've been reburning through series so i'm almost done with uh Dragon Ball Z Kai again. I watched. Oh, I just started Letter watching Kennedy. it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I just started. I'm on episode six. I mean, I'm actually looking forward to throwing on uh, Super as my background noise. Let's go see Yamcha. Mm -hmm. Can't uh, wait. I I've also been burning through like all of Taskmaster. It's usually <laughs> my like before I go to sleep, and then it's three hours later. That's a fun show. Did you say that's streaming here somewhere? Uh, it's, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, just on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is you've, the is it, you've got YouTube I've heard of without YouTube. commercials? Yeah, so. I do. I do. Is it like the official one? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the official so it's good, channel. Good, like good quality. Sure. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, the audio drops out on some of the episodes. Not oh, super often. Get... But yeah. like, there, there are a few episodes that have like just 
blocks of audio missing in their encoding. Um, hmm. Do they did they that like licensing? use use copyright music that's getting flagged? That's no, possible. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's it because I don't remember any copyrighted music on the show. Yeah, no, I mean so. most of the time they just use their theme song. So, all right, sorry, I'm prolonging. Carry on, Emily. We've got <laughs> a uh, we we've got a other podcast that we rarely update that we need to in the next couple of weeks before I go cat sitting for two weeks. Yeah, I don't want to bring the that. beers with me. Yeah. So uh, TJ and I do another podcast. It is called New England Beer Reviews when we feel like doing it. It is a podcast where we drink beer and talk about beer. And it's cool and you should listen to it and give us money. Speaking of, give us money here too. <laughs> Patreon. F- go find us. Money, yeah, money, we money. have one of those. We've been theater. Screw it. I've been TJ alongside... Dan Park and Emily. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook X. Um, you can see what I'm watching at letterbox.com backslash S I O S I, the initials of our show. Speaking of the initials of our show, we also have a Patreon backslash Patreon.com backslash S I O S I, uh, which, yes, Emily was just pointing to. Uh, the initials of our show, Cedar Screw It, S I O S I. I've got a last word and then just stop. What's your last word? I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with, isn't it? And what it seems weird and scary to me. And it'll happen to you, too. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm glad that you actually found that because I brought that up earlier. Perfect. It's a very hard thing to read. So I practiced it before I said it in my head a few times. Uh, something about uh, now what I'm with, isn't it? <laughs> And what's it seems weird and scary to me is like mentally challenging. <laughs> but yes, that is a perfect final word for this. Uh, bye. 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 bye.